I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a Good Omens podcast. The end is nigh. Yeah. Is that something that they say? No, but it is. Or you is know? it Because like it's, it's, they had those little, like, the little flashboards that come up. It's like six days till the end of the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the Antichrist's 12th birthday. Yeah. But then it didn't right. end, you know? It didn't. Not Spoiler immediately. Spoiler alert. The first episode of the world doesn't end. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> but, uh, yeah, what'd you think? I like it a lot so far. Me um, too. I wasn't 100% sure what to expect. I know that the book is about, it's just a comedy about the end of the world. Oh, okay. Um, and that's was, you know, always its intention. And so that's why it is the way that it is mm-hmm. um, as a show as well. Certainly with Neil Gaiman uh, taking it on to write the screenplay and not just be like a consul- like a consultant or anything like that. Completely forgot um, that he was a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like initially why we chose it. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was like, I, I didn't really know what to expect, like, at all. I don't know much even as the stories of the Bible go, because, like, it seemed like it kind of had a few things loosely based on things from the Bible, like, yeah, for sure. and Eve, you know? Like, yeah, in the Garden of Eden, the Garden like, of Eden. to my memory, it's actually Satan that tempts them, not oh, whoever okay. this demon that Crowley is. Yeah. And so... It is cool that he has the snake eyes still, though. Right, yeah. (laughs) He still has his, you know, he's a demon eye. Um, So, yeah, I mean, obviously, they're going to take some things and make them a little bit different for the sake of making it, one, a comedy. Yeah. And then, two, it being a novel and then now a show. Definitely going to have to read read the novel because it's it's really funny as a show already, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not even, it's not overtly trying to be funny. Just like the way Crowley is... He David just, Tennant is just, spectacular all the time. And that's the actor I've that never, yeah, I've never seen David Tennant in anything where he wasn't just effortlessly just engaging. And oh, he's always funny, too. Dude, he's a really good actor. I didn't... Yeah, I don't know if I've seen him in anything. I probably have. I'm sure I have. But, like... I'm not sure I have. But I feel like I've probably seen him in something. But just watching him from this, he was good, man. Just, mm-hmm. like, all the subtle things he was doing, like, in the... Cause, he was playing like a, a demon that was just kind of like wild and crazy almost, you know, that was, uh, right. but, but almost like it made me kind of feel like a, uh, Charlie Sheen vibe to a demon, just like kind of a chill, like, like <laughs> yeah, you know I see what, I mean? what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're definitely, they're not like your archetypical angel and demon yeah. cause they've been like, it's from what we can gather that's given to us, you know, when they talk to their higher ups and stuff like that, they're both agents of their prospective parties right for the earth and their job is to one watch each other and also just help out you know things on earth as can as they can do and can they affect things directly because it's it sounded like uh i already forgot the angel's name and we just went over it um zero file it sounds like he cannot influence I, th- At, like, I think that he directly, can, but he can influence like people. He certainly can. He's got the ability to, right. but he because he's such can. a goody two shoes, he's like, I can't do that. An I'll angel would trouble. never yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that was, that's funny though. He literally right. could do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they've all, but both of the, both of them have been there on earth for so long at this point, you know, since the beginning yeah. as we see, and they've been interacting with humanity and the planet and everything that they've sort of grown to like it. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I don't want this to end because yeah. I've got a pretty sweet gig doing what I want to do right now. No, that, that dude, that just that being kind of the main plot is like, we've got a sweet gig going and I kind of don't want to ruin the playtime we have here. On right. Yeah. You know, like that being the plot is so funny because it's like, yeah, let's keep this going. Yeah. And, we don't uh, want Armageddon to happen. No. 
Regardless of it being, you know, the divine plan and everything. (laughs) And uh, speaking of that, that's so funny too that like heaven, they're just like, oh, we commend your efforts to, to," because like climb every mountain, yeah, ford every stream. They have this plan like to, uh, well, the whole, I guess, I mean, I'm sure everyone watched it, but the the rough outline is that the Antichrist is born and it's the end of days. Right. And then we have that heralds the beginning of the end. Right. And, um, it was just, it, but I thought it was funny. It was just that, like the it, it is Armageddon. So, like the angels up in heaven have already accepted that the world is going to end, and Armageddon's not, you know. And, mm-hmm. and yet, Zeraphal's still trying to like, he's trying to like subtly influence the Antichrist through like being the the. He takes on the role of the gardener, yeah. Like, and he's giving him like advice to like respect the earth, and uh, meanwhile, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire version of Crowley is uh, giving him um, devil advice to become like a good ruler of the, you know, like a satanic ruler. The thing that they can uh, cancel each other out and just make him just a normal kid, (laughs) and therefore not a problem. (laughs) Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's just so funny that like up in heaven they're like. Oh, you know, we commend your efforts. Yeah, like you said, climb every mountain. (laughs) (laughs) You know what the Almighty likes to say, climb every mountain. We definitely, it's it's not going to work, but good good on you for trying. Right, Like, that's the the right thing to do. Right, there's John Hamm as the Archangel Gabriel. (laughs) Oh, dude, and he is good, too. He's just so patronizing. Right, yeah. (laughs) He's so funny. He does that role so well. Yeah, he's dude, they got a pretty pretty all star cast. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how expensive it necessarily was to get Nick Offerman to do a video of a video. Yeah, you would <laughs> think that he commands a decent salary after Parks and Rec, but that's now been over for oh, six, seven yeah. years. I mean, he he seems like the type that would just do it because he's cool. Certainly, if but, it's just like a small role like that, like if we never see him again, which now there doesn't seem to be any reason to see him again, right? Um. Now that we know that the, you know, well, one we knew immediately, but yeah. the, the, the kid that was supposed to be the Antichrist was supposed to be his kid. Yeah, and he's the uh, American ambassador to, like, Europe or something. I think we're in the so UK. To some country, yeah. Yeah, we're somewhere in the UK, but I he think, has an accent. But he's the American right, ambassador, yeah. so mm-hmm. he, he, like, I guess is... He works directly with the president and yeah. stuff like that. And, and like so he's supposed to influence... Like, whenever Crowley re- tells Aziraphale that's where the kid's going, Crowley's... Uh, Aziraphale is like, God, is the end of the times some sort of Hollywood production? But like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like so dramatic that, of course, he's going to be within with like the American government and all yeah. that sort of stuff. They had a, a really good like dynamic together, too. Like even just the fact that like they met up and, and they got drunk together, like they both played drunk well in their character, like in character drunk. I thought mm-hmm. they both did well, like they were both silly. And they're like, oh, I can't handle this. I got to oh, I'm going to sober up. <laughs> how, how dope would that be? Just like at the end of the night, you're, you're, you just buy one really nice bottle of whatever, you know, and then you drink it and then refill it when you're done at the end of the night. Right. Oh, man, that was a that was a silly episode. Just like even even when just because we're omnipotent, you know, like we see where the Antichrist we is, see everything you know? that all concerned parties are doing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean. It didn't. It didn't happen until the end. But like he was awarded the the Hellhound, you know, as his uh, as his twelfth birthday present, and uh, he they'd been right. Growing, and that was going to be what like, marked it. Yeah, they had been growing this uh, this badass demon Hellhound, you know, in it's hell. The biggest one they've got. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> one they've got. 
<laughs> and then and then the dog he likes he's sniffing out you know his new master and he finds him and of course since uh, the human error um, is the the fate of what happened to this antichrist and mm-hmm. how did they got the baby swap is just literally everybody was trying to do their best <laughs> right. and it just was a mis- a, little, a literal misunderstanding and and then the, the antichrist is lost to this other fam like to this normal british family yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's off he of course he's the ringleader of some little gang of kids which i'm excited to see because i love when they make kind of kid actors and like kid i don't know i like dynamics of kids like how they've done with uh, mm-hmm. stranger things oh yeah and how stephen king always makes their like a really important kid remember in uh in in, in what was the book we read jesus christ um the book St- salem's Lot. Oh, how, salem's how Lot. there was a kid okay. that was like really uh important you know God, yeah what was his stupid name yeah he was kind of annoyingly smart <laughs> he, <laughs> he was, was too good he was awesome um annoying at the time but <laughs> but anyway I, right. I just I, i'm excited <clears throat> to see because it It'll be cool to see it. Yeah, it'll be interesting because, if the other kids stay in yeah, the situation, or exactly. if we just see them in passing once in a while, and then we just only deal with Adam. Mm-hmm. And Adam right now is leading like a ragtag group of teens, or not even. It's just like his friends teens. or yeah, whatever. It, it, like three it did friends, say and they just hang like, out in the woods, right? And they have like a little fort in the woods. He comes up and, with the games or whatever. Yeah, you know, they said he was like sort of like a, a natural born leader, exactly. You know? Which is of course like Dory's cool, the Antichrist. Yeah. And um, it was funny because, like, the hellhound is this the biggest demon hound. It looks like this, uh, I'd say, like a... It's like a Doberman. Like like some some sort with, of weird dappled Doberman with, with you know, like a distended of, jaw. And like, <laughs> all of very its teeth demon, are pointy. Like, and, what you uh, may imagine a hellhound looks like, and uh, and then like he's he's getting close, and uh, and he's like, of course, and he, the hellhound hears, you know, his uh, Adam talking about uh, how he's, of course, he's going to get a dog for his birthday. That's what he wants, you know. He's like, I, right. I know <laughs> I'm going to get one for his birthday, and his friends are like, how do you even know? And he's just like, I know. And they're like, what kind of dog are you going to get? And he's like, well, I don't want a big one. And the hellhound hears, and he's like, huh? He's like, huh? <laughs> Wait, you don't want me to be big? <laughs> and then he just explains like a dog that he wants. <laughs> And the hellhound conforms, and he just becomes this cute little dog. But of course, it's the hellhound, so it's going right, to be yeah. obviously. It'll like, be. It's obviously it's going to be just like a comedic device. What oh, the, what dog does for sure? Yeah, and named dog because now he's <laughs> got taken on the role of dog. Yeah, and he's this tiny little like you know terrier thing. Yeah, just a pretty normal, but still terrier, a hellhound. Like, so it's going to yeah. be just funny to see what he can do and is trying to do as just a tiny dog yeah he's no longer the giant thing it'll be yeah i'm excited to see too because i'm sure there's he's got some sort of magic he obviously transformed into a smaller dog i don't know if he can turn back into the hound or the the way that they sort of described it because um francis mcdormand the voice of god comes in at that moment and talks about how the you know this is the moment that he gets his name the thing that gives him purpose and identity and blah blah blah. and he says i'm just gonna call it dog and then that's when he shrinks into like a regular (laughs) dog (laughs) so it seems that he was given that form just by his name yeah so his name gave him that purpose of just being nothing or just like a regular little dog you know yeah names have power dude it always always comes the antichrist had actually been bred to you know into his uh, you know designed role and the dog shows up you probably would have been like you know, named it something, you know, like Cerberus or something. Yeah, you know, something, something awesome, a little yeah. more classically evil <laughs> yeah. than dog. And it might have stayed like that size or mm-hmm. gotten some or other bigger. attribute or a something like heads. that. A couple heads. Yeah, maybe. So. <laughs> um, it was funny when, when the, the satanic nuns were, were all pitching names for, for the kids. Right. And every time they're like, Damien. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a little, right. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching The Omen a little too much. 
Yeah. Uh, dude, when they pitched <laughs> like whenever the they were going over the game plan, uh-huh. they had like little fucking figures that they were hanging up. They're like, "We're gonna take the baby and yeah. switch it out with our Lord, his <laughs> little baby with horns on." Yeah. it. it was just funny. <laughs> Everything about this show is really funny. I'm uh, excited yeah. for it. Certainly on the heels of the disappointment of Game of Thrones, it'll be nice to just have something a little light. Yeah. This. Yeah. There's. <laughs> There's not much writing on the line, I think, with this mm-hmm. one. It's, it, you know, emotionally investing. Um, I am excited to see where it goes. It's a fun story so far. You know, mm-hmm. it, I was engaged the whole time. Uh, it's hard not to laugh and then talk about it, though, if you're watching with somebody, you know, and then miss what's happening. Right, you know? yeah. So I, I uh, and then luckily I, I, um, I, I had a, a couple days to watch it. So I, uh, I watched the beginning, fell asleep, you know, and, um, as I do. Yeah. And, uh, but, like I watched it last night just straight through just from the beginning with uh, with Ace actually and uh, mm-hmm. dude it was good there was even like symbolism like in the background like when he was uh, when Crowley was the uh, the nanny and um, he was talking and he was like singing the song like the lullaby to a mm-hmm. young um, it's a warlock God, a warlock what a terrible <laughs> name um, when he was singing to warlock before they knew he wasn't the actual antichrist but uh, in the background his the um the, the the what what do you call them when you the ornaments you hang above babies? I don't think that's what they're called, but oh god, the yeah, things I know what babies. it's called, but I can't think of it right now. Well, the dangly thing above the baby, mm-hmm. the shadow looked like a hanging person, like a hanging. Oh skeleton. yeah, it really did. It looked like a <laughs> I hanging. I didn't catch that. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure it was because I had watched it a couple times, and then I was maybe like, so, so. So you were able yeah, to I was, let I your was eyes wander a little, a little bit more. Bit more yeah. yeah. And, uh, but you know, I had seen that was still in the first half, you know, whereas the second half I was, I was glued to it and I missed the, the whole, uh, part that you went over the, the, where the name actually, the name, the names mm-hmm. always seem to have power, man. Right. <laughs> it's always, it always, it's a very common out. theme in most things, period. <laughs> Dude, I haven't, I honestly don't know where it's going to go. Like it could, they couldn't have, it seems like they couldn't have asked for a more, normal upbringing for the Antichrist. Right, they're trying just, to, yeah, living in just like a regular, yeah, you know, small English like family. Kid. Hello. Hey, what's up? Our special guest for the next episode just showed up. Uh-oh. We're talking about Good Omens. Have you been watching Good Omens? I have not. Okay. Oh. I have nothing to say, though. Hmm. <laughs> well, then you can just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that, let me actually look at our, what does our recording look like right now? We've probably got about 20 minutes worth of content, so we've got more that we can do. Although I think the, I mean, the main thing about this episode is that it's just all set up, right? We get introduced to the characters, we get, you know, the premise of what's going to happen, we get the tone of the entire thing, and then... Boom, now, you know, the story kicks off because we know that we weren't following the Antichrist. Yeah, I like that we just kind of got rid of all those characters, too. Like, it doesn't seem like anybody even cares about the, the like, the, we have the, the American, American family. Yeah, yeah, they're totally pointless over at this them point. Now. Yeah. The, the third baby, we just kind of threw him off to the wind. You know, we don't even know what like, happened to Potentially, they could come. Yeah, so that. I mean, they made a joke about him selling cards or something. I don't, I don't remember. It was, oh, uh, he gets a yeah. Um, God says that he wins. He, he wins a prize for his exotic fish collection or oh, yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. Just something stupid. And so I was just like, all right, well, that's the end of his story. But um, yeah, I, I I can't wait to find out. Like I said earlier, like how Adam is going to come to like his own. Mm-hmm. Just it'll be exciting to see a, a, a child kind of. I wonder how long it's going to take them to catch up to him, because they don't know. They don't know where he is. Where yeah. he is. 
And what are the consequences for having been following the wrong child this whole time? Yeah, it doesn't... And what happens who, to Crowley and... And who's actually judging them? Like, is somebody watching them at all times? Because they seem to be reporting to the angels. Yeah, they seem... Like, yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody's actually watching. They say so much as that they just report in, yeah. But yeah. I think that... So who's going to know? Uh, I guess that maybe there's probably, like, next to no punishment for Aziraphale. Because it wasn't actually, like, his job. Yeah. To watch the Antichrist. It was his job to watch Crowley. And Crowley was think that thought that this was the Antichrist. Yeah, so that Crowley was... is gonna get in trouble as soon as Satan finds out. Or one of those other demons like Beelzebub uh, that was talking to him and who is are that the other who that two was? the whenever he would we he, we first go to hell and he's walking through and there's that chick that walks in and she's covered yeah. in bugs, that's Beelzebub. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, I was so confused like with who they actually were. The two randoms <laughs> that are like the hand over the Antichrist to the him. The ones with like a frog. They must have names and maybe we'll find out at some point if they didn't like grunt it, you know, very lowly and we didn't hear it. Crowley was maybe the only nothing. like seductive demon of the, all of them. Like all the rest they of them all had, looked like, like nasty, yeah. like they all looked like sewer people, you know, literally like right. with animals on their body, like yeah. lizards and frogs and it was gross. Yeah. And potentially they can take, you know, they have some, you know, uh, agency as to what they look like. But I think that generally speaking, the demon is going to be into whatever their role is and just personify that. Like Beelzebub is covered in bugs. Um, Whoever those two demons are, they're probably, they seem to really enjoy their demon is because whenever they first meet up, they're like, this is what we did today that was evil. (laughs) And I love that it was. So they want to look that part. I love that they were all long cons too. It was like in 20 years, we'll have, you know, the whole stock market crash, you know? (laughs) It's kind of like, who cares? Because you're, the whole point of tonight is that you're setting Armageddon into motion. Like it doesn't matter, right? (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It was just funny. Yeah. Dude, just like around every corner, they had like just a little like, they all, they had a little joke for like every little bit, but mm-hmm. it, it still kept a serious tone the whole time. Right. Um, I'm definitely excited for the rest of it for the next five episodes. What'd you think of Adam and Eve being black? That was cool. <laughs> well, you know? I think it makes sense contextually, considering that it's supposed to be in the Middle East. Yeah, but and um, I've never seen a black Adam. And it's Eve never been before. depicted that way because <laughs> you know. I thought that traditional was, Christian church is all white people. <laughs> I thought, like, honestly, I at least once art like, started being a part of it. Yeah, well, I just was thinking, like, well, we all descended from like the like Egypt or whatever, right? Like, isn't there like a common human the, ancestor from over there somewhere? The I think one of the like presiding theories is that we all started in Africa. Yeah, I was, or at least of, you know, just the you know what they can figure. I, for some reason in my head, I had it all wrapped around that like they implemented that as well as like creationism like into one storyline. But what you said makes more sense because it all happened in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> that makes just more sense than right, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, well, look, they were making it scientifically and like... But, nah, they just took <laughs> no. place in the Middle East, but, you know... Uh, white Christian artists that made all the art back in the day uh, that's what did it. made it after their own image because that's what artists do. Yeah. And then that just took root and now the same people who are still in power are just like, no, just, Jesus was white. <laughs> and he had blue eyes. Dude, it was a, I liked that uh, like Adam like right off the bat when they got banished was fighting this giant lion. Yeah. Does that happen in the background? That was really funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I do hope they'll be all right. And he's like swinging <laughs> yeah. his sword at a, like literally like lion in the middle of a yeah, desert. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And the garden of Eden, Eden, is that where it is in the middle of the desert? You know well, well, the thing is, is that we don't know and no one ever knows. Yeah. 
Um, it was depicted just like it's just like in like, like an world, island yeah. in the middle of the desert. Like there's, there's accurate representation out, as anybody else could come up with. Yeah, because there's no. There's never any like reveal as to where it is. I think that once Adam and Eve leave it, it becomes hidden Lost, uh, man. or whatever. You know, it's been a long time since I've you know gone through those stories, but I think it gets hidden or you know God just outright gets rid of it or whatever because it's not needed anymore. At least for this era of humanity, it's not going to be needed. Um, yeah. And so, but they speculate, and it's something that they would talk about in church every now and then is that you know where is it? Blah blah blah. Where blah, is blah, blah. It? And they think it's between. Maybe it's, you know, that's what Mesopotamia is supposedly, you know, like a prime suspect for where Eden may have been between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers over there in the Middle yeah. East. Because it's like a belt of, you know, lush wealth, you know, earthwise. That's cool. And they so, talked about all this in church? Well, I mean, any given speaker in any given organization might have an opinion and decide what might be important to talk about that. Is, that, is that where you learned it, though? It's more, yes. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I never went to church, really. I was like an acolyte, funnily enough. Like, I, I held the big book, you know, but I didn't, never read it. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of. We didn't have anything like I that the walk. in Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> we were pretty adamantly against roles like that. Yeah. <laughs> they did uh, bribe me with candy, though, to memorize Bible verses. Nice, there you cool. go. They did that to us, too. They called well, that No, that's what happened when I, went to, when I went to the Baptist Church. They bribed me to Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you would show up and we would. To Awanas or whatever, yeah. That'll be... Uh, you think a lot more, like, biblical references will come up? I think like, there'll be fun references for the sake of just having, like, a cute little reference, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a funny, you know, twist on mm-hmm. this thing that, you know, presumably, you know, 80% of, you know, the white Western world is familiar with. Yeah. Uh, is, But I don't think it's going to really... It's not going to lean on that in any way. It is the end. That's not the point. The point is that it's Armageddon, which is a theme that even if you weren't raised Christian, you have a familiarity with, and you've at least heard like stories, you know, in regards to that. That's not. And how do we make this a comedy? You know, that's not the. What's the name of the last the book when everything ends? Like, isn't Revelation? Revelation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not. It's not called Armageddon. No. (laughs) (laughs) Revelation. Well, because Revelation is the telling of what's going to happen. You know, through the eyes of whoever it was that has the vision, God gives them a vision of what's going to happen. And so then he retells that vision. And that's why it's called Revelation. He's uh, revealing to the world what it is that's going to happen. And that's, so that's way different than this. Because this is the... This is the actual events. These are, this is actual Armageddon. Uh, so They call it Armageddon in the Bible. Do they really? Or they call it Armageddon in the you know English translation of, of different languages. Yeah. You know, so. Yes. Oh, well, rapture is the ev- event that will take all of the believing Christians away from Armageddon, and then everybody that's remaining deals with Armageddon. Ah, it's like tempting. Well, then mm. tempting them away, and then ending it all, making mm. you know, cutting cutting the door closed for heaven. Only these only right the true. Yeah, the bad kids. Yeah, the bad kids. <laughs> That's how you weed out the bad kids. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw this as the end, so I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect uh, starting point like, for understanding how the end feels, of the world is told. It feels in vain with this show, at least. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I really, I honestly, I don't, I don't have any idea where the show's going to go. 
Yeah, because I, I think that, like, so the, the whole thing is that we're following Crowley and Aziraphale, and that's yeah. just, their goal is to not let the Armageddon happen. Right. Because they, you know, grown to love the Earth and their gig in mm-hmm. the Earth, you know, and they don't want that to change. Even Aziraphale, who's a pretty dedicated angel, is like, God, eternity, just listening to the sound of music sounds awful. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I would rather be able to eat sushi and do things. No, that was... Yeah. <laughs> That was like his main argument too. Like, do you really want to be stuck with the right. people that you have up there in heaven? Right. Like, you made I hear the Almighty bad. loves the sound of music. Do you really want to listen to the sound of music for eternity? <laughs> yeah. How did they make heaven sound so unappealing? Well, the idea is, or at least what Crowley presents to Zerfell is, just now you have to deal with eternity. Yeah. Which is not what we've been dealing with down here. We've been dealing with the transitory nature of Earth mm-hmm. and all that live on it. And we like that. And now you, that's going to end for you. Even though it's a positive thing that you believe in fundamentally, you don't want this. And he's like, oh, God, you're right. I don't. And that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's almost like it's like they're given a taste of mortality in a way, you know? Right. Weird. I never thought of it like that until you started saying that. And depending on how long... You know, I don't know. I don't even want to get into that. Never mind. Um... Well, I mean, so, we have all six episodes out, but we're going to... Yeah, we're going to just do it one episode a week. Um, if it was like 12 episodes or 20 episodes, then maybe we would do two a week. Because I don't know that I want to do 20 episodes on yeah, the no. show. Um, but six episodes, hour each. I think that's reasonable to do that. It's, you know, th- more or less the same length of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, despite those episodes being of varying lengths. Mm-hmm. Um, so, be ready for next week and obviously if you, you can watch the show at your own pace if yeah. you're over at home if you want to watch all six episodes tonight go ahead and do that definitely i definitely do if you want to watch it didn't watch want it. to stop watching no I was, I was like oh i should, <laughs> should stop watching for the sake of this dumb show that we record but yeah it's ironic we're serializing it ourselves like forcing us to, ourselves to watch right it i had assumed it was going to come out in a weekly format mm-hmm. but you know, as Amazon Prime, I should have known that it was just going to be dumped at one go. Yeah, I forgot that that was the thing. I don't know why I should have remembered because Netflix does it. A lot of shows do it now. They just drop the whole season and let everybody. Right. The majority of the shows that I watch are are on a weekly basis. Yeah, this but I don't watch. Keep... This is like literally aside from Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones was the first Western show that I had watched in like since season seven, mm-hmm. and then this is currently the only Western show that I'll be watching. It'll probably stick that way. Yeah. Everything else is on a weekly basis, but Game of Thrones is on a weekly basis. So even, you know, getting back into a section of the world that has gotten used to everything being dumped at once and binge watching, mm-hmm. it still was a serialized thing. Yeah. So even whenever I got back into the waters where it could be that way, it wasn't. So mm-hmm. I'm so unused to things being just dumped in one go like that. Well, this will keep the hype up too, for us at least. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it won't just be a one and done quick show that we forget about. We'll be talking about it for a month, at least a month and a half. So. Right. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. So just watch next week's episode, just episode two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and we'll see you there. Um, we'll see y'all here in a couple of days with our first episode of Bring Me Back, the novel that we're starting as well, in conjunction with starting Good Omens. We'll have to find another book that will only take us three episodes. So that it will end with good omens as well. We'll figure that out. That'll be easy. Yeah. Um, We could even do the Neil Gaiman book Caitlin recommended. We could, maybe. We'll see. We could, maybe. We'll see how well she performs on this episode. (laughs)
Anyways, we'll see y'all on Wednesday, and then we'll see you Monday, and then Wednesday, and then Monday, and then Wednesday, and so on and so forth. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Chaffer. And this dog is in timestamps. Go Bruins!